I want to, uh, to draw a model for you that comes from Carl George. I think his book is out there. Is it still there? Still copies out there? It's called Prepare Your Church for the Future. It's called the Meta Church. Now, the one that he has, the diagram he has in the book is more complicated than what I'm going to share with you. But it's simple enough that I can understand it, and so I'll share the one that I understand. You have a globe. That's, yeah, a, that's, a, that's a globe. And the globe has a, a north pole, and it has a north. south pole. There's a northern hemisphere, and there's a southern hemisphere, and there's sort of a middle zone, the, equator, uh, the equatorial zone. Can you, can you imagine that now? Is that making any sense? Looks more like a children's ball, actually. Now, here's how the structure of a, of a cell group church looks like. In the northern hemisphere, you have your large celebration meetings. This is the time when the church gets together in a big group. And in the southern hemisphere is where you have your small groups. So there's two structures primarily, the large group celebration and the cell group structure. In the Western way of thinking about church, we normally think about church in terms of the large group, don't we? We even use the term congregation to describe that understanding of church. And so we have ideas in our mind that we say a, a small church is maybe like a cat-sized church. A church gets a little bit bigger and it, it, it moves to a small dog-sized church. Then a medium-sized dog church. Then a big dog dog. And then after that, um, a horse. A horse, maybe a pony, then a horse. Then after that, the elephant. And in terms of land animals, what is after the elephant? Dinosaur. Land animals. Dinosaur. Dinosaur. Jurassic Park. <laughs> the illustration is no good anymore. <laughs> the... What happens is the church can get so large that it can become very ineffective and actually become extinct. It's really quite easy to kill an elephant. Just wire its jaws shut and it will starve. There's other ways to kill an elephant too. The church of the 21st century is not going to be like an elephant. It's rather going to be more like a field full of mice. And this field full of mice grow and reproduce themselves. Whereas it's relatively easy to kill an elephant, it's relatively difficult to kill a field full of mice. So the church of the 21st century will be much more like a field full of mice that has weekly mice conventions. A church that is, that's organized according to cell groups typically has 80% or more of its people meeting in cells. New churches that start off of cell groups can have 110% or more. Now how can it have more than 100%? There are people they're ministering to that haven't yet come to the, to the worship celebration. So here is where you have the Gottesdienst. And now we have the, the Cellgruppen. Now what is these, what's this middle zone here? These are mid-sized groups that are temporary groups. And they're designed to help get people into cell groups. Uh, we call these uh, fishing pools. Now what these are might be a seminar that meets That's, a need. Uh, it, it could be uh, uh, some other kind of group, like a newcomer's class. Uh, there's any number of things. We'll describe how that works later on. There are three ways in to this kind of a church. What might those be? One is they'd come visit the worship service. And then they would probably go to one of these fishing pools to be able to get connected into a cell. A second way in would be 
to end up in one of these fishing pools, and then from there to get into a cell. And the third way is simply to be reached and go into a cell directly. So there are multiple paths into a cell group church. The biggest difference between the, the normal kind of church that we're used to experiencing and a cell group church is that the organizing principle of the normal church that we're used to is the congregation. That is the center of the thinking of people. And everything gets built off of the congregation to the other kinds of ministries that go on. Now, the organizing principle of the cell group church is the cell. And everything else that happens in church, including the worship service, flows out of the life in the cells. Now, I learned something a few years ago when I was talking to a German pastor that was organizing a church according to the cell group concept. I I asked him, how large is your church? And he said, we have 90 people meeting in cell groups. And this church was a daughter church of another church. And so I asked him, how many people are in the mother church? And he says, the mother church has 280 or whatever the number was, people meeting in cell groups. Now, what does your answer tell you about the philosophy of ministry of that church? The, the church expresses itself in cell groups, not in services. Right. Now, they had worship services, and yet what was relevant in terms of how big the church is, the answer that this pastor gave was not the answer most pastors would give. Most pastors would answer the question by saying what? We have so many people that attend our worship service. Now, see, even the answer to that question, how large your church is, makes a considerable statement about what your philosophy is of church. If you answer the worship service, you are saying the most important thing that happens in our church is the worship service, and so that's what I'll report. The pastor of a cell group church says the most important thing is that our people are in these disciple-making communities, so I'll report the total number of people that are in cells. I thought that was a very, very fascinating insight.